Get out the insurance cards, get out the co-pays. The office is open, my friends. Brought to you by DrRoto.com. Hey there, everybody. It's Dr. Roto. Get out the insurance cards. Get out the copay. The office is open, my friends. Speaking of friends, I'm with my friend Alicia Hunt. Alicia, can you believe it's week 17? Two more weeks of big DFS action. Before I even get to week 17, will you play in week 18? Like, do you get excited about week 18, or is this like your big last week? It's probably my big last week. I'm, I'm kind of torn because. I love football. I love covering it. I love talking about it, but it definitely takes over your life. (laughs) I know it does. It's like, you just need that break. Of course, my break lasts for about maybe a month before I start talking baseball, Alicia, and doing seasonal fantasy baseball. But let's hook people up with week 17 action. Let's get them ready. Now we've already seen today, Russell Wilson, have a seat on the bench. Uh, Sam Howell, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Minnie Mahomes have a seat on the bench. Does this surprise you that we're seeing Jared Stidham and Jacoby Brissett? No. No, it was just a matter of time when uh, before Wilson was out of there. I just don't – I have my opinions of him. I won't speak about him right now. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I saw it coming. And Sean Payton's not going to keep him around. Yeah, one of the worst trades in NFL history, honestly. One oh, of the worst God. trades. Is that – wait, let, before we get started, worst trade, Russell Wilson or the Bryce Young trade? Which is worse? Yeah, I, I it's pretty bad. It's for the both pretty bad. It's close, right? Yeah. All right, let's get it started. Let's check out the first game here. Las Vegas against Indianapolis Colts. The Raiders couldn't throw the ball about two inches, but man, they ran it. They ran it up and down. Is Amir White going to start this week? If he does, is he a must play this week? Or are you avoiding this game altogether? Um, no, I don't. I mean, I, I love Jacobs if he gets the start, but I don't, I don't know if that's going to happen. Um, if he's not, if he can't go, Zamir Gibbs is absolutely in play. Love it. Yeah. Zamir White looked great and you can run, you could absolutely run on the Colts defense. We saw that last week. Um, here's a question. Do you go back to the Raiders defense? The Raiders defense has been spectacular. Do you think they can go on the road just like they did last week and put up against Minshew and the Colts? Yeah, I mean, I think the, the what is this, 43 and a half in game total here, or it was yeah. when I looked at it anyway, it, I think that's a little bit high. Um, these are both pretty good defenses, and I, I find it that they're going to stop each other kind of in their tracks here. There might be some rushing scores, but I don't, I don't see a ton coming out of this game really personally. I agree. I think for me, it's Zemir White and bust. But let me ask you this. I'm just going to throw something out here. I'm going to go and I'm going to give you the craziest narrative ever. Aiden McConnell went to Purdue. Purdue's in Indiana. Maybe Devontae Adams didn't do anything. You know the Colts are bad against number one receivers. Could this be a Devontae Adams week? It could be, and he's cheap enough to be somebody throw in, but uh, this is a huge slate. I think there's going to be plenty of other options. And fun fact, um, Adams is cheaper than Pittman now. I know. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> Literally crazy. Yeah. 
All right, Atlanta against Chicago. Chicago's defense, you and I were both on a lot of pieces of that game. DJ Moore got injured like on the third play of the game. He just didn't seem himself. Cole Komet got injured. This was Justin Fields. This was Khalil Herbert. Now you got Atlanta coming in there. Taylor Heineke, I assume, plays again. This is a must-win game for both teams. Um, Falcons' defense is pretty stingy, though, Alicia. Do you like any pieces here? Um, so I like, I do like Justin Fields. I think this is a pretty low implied game total. I think it's going to be a little bit higher than this. Um, I don't mind Fields. You could run him naked or you could, uh, stack him with Komet as the Falcons are allowing the third most targets and the sixth most, re most receptions to the tight end position. Um, I don't love DJ Moore here though. What if I told you, like Bijan Robinson, the Bears have let up more than 200 yards, more than any other team to opposing running backs out of the backfield. If there was ever a week that Arthur Smith decides, hey, let me throw the ball to Bijan, could this be the week? Could be, yeah. I mean, he, he didn't do too bad last week. I still, still wish they would play him to his full potential, but, I mean, we get what we get, I suppose. <laughs> Good point. All right, Carolina at Jacksonville. Jacksonville's... Six and a half point favorite. This game's at a 38. I don't know. This game smells stay away to me. But, but I mean, you can throw on Jacksonville. Bryce Young looked better. DJ Chark revenge narrative going on here. I don't know. I'm just throwing out some ideas. Is anything sticking for you? Um, Let's see. Well, I mean, Bryce Young throwing 25.18 fantasy points last week was interesting. Um, we didn't expect that to come. That came out of nowhere. But I think if I have anybody in play here, I like I like uh, Hubbard this week against uh, the Jaguars. I do like them. They've been pretty porous. Um, and ETN may be more of an MME play this week. But, I mean, again, this is a game that I'm not going to – jam anybody into because I really don't see it going super far. It's funny you mentioned ETN. I like him a lot. I think he's in definite play this week. But I just find I don't know if I want to eat that $7,200, Alicia. Feels very pricey to me, even though I do like the player. But at $7,200, if you don't find the end zone, I'm not interested. Yeah, agreed, 100%. All right, let's get to the next one. we got a huge slate. New Orleans against Tampa. This game is a 42-and-a-half. Both teams need this if they want to have any chance of making the playoffs here. Tampa's at home. Um, New Orleans tends to play better at home than they do on the road. Derek Carr did play well last week. Uh, even though they lost, they played well. Um, Rashad White has been spectacular. Godwin usually does well against the Saints. What's your thoughts here? Is there anything stand out to you as a winner? So I think both of these teams could do really well in this game. Um, Carr's been doing much better. I mean, it's weird for me to say that because I think Carr kind of sucks. But he's been doing okay lately. And uh, I don't mind some Alave stacked with that. He's $6,800 for Alave. I mean, the guy is – he's very talented, and I don't see that being a bad stack. Um, Rashad White, I mean, he's – He's seen 20-plus attempts in the last four games. Like, his volume is definitely there. He's priced up, but he seems to still be worth it. And then, uh, yeah, I like – I definitely like Godwin better this week because, you know, Marshawn Lattimore is going to be up against Evans. So, it's kind of where I'm at with this game. 
I think Olave is interesting at 6,800. Uh, I would also argue Rashid Shahid is going to be practically free. And he's yeah. one play from making value to me, right? He goes, you know, two for 62 for a touchdown. And all of a sudden you're looking at a 15 point week and that's how quickly it happens for him. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Let's take a look at this next one here. Arizona, Philadelphia, 48 points. There's some games here this week, this one, and then we have one coming right after. I feel like, the Philadelphia Eagles are not playing at their best potential. This is a Jonathan Gannon coming back week um, into Philadelphia. The Eagles better pick up their play before the playoffs start. And this feels like a week. If they're not putting up 38 points at home, then they're doing something wrong here. Yeah. Um, I, I Honestly, I don't hate Murray in this game. He's $6,300. Um, I think McBride's going to come off a – he's going to have a good game. He came off a nine-point nine dud. I mean, just really bad. So, yeah, the Eagles, they better step it up or they're not going to get too far. Let's say you we go with that. Let's say we go with a Murray-McBride uh, stack. Do you bring – do you like Devonta Smith? Do you like A.J. Brown? Do you like DeAndre Swift? Or do you not run it back with any Eagles? Um, honestly, I, lo I love DeAndre Swift. I love his ability, but they just don't use him. They've used Gainwell too much. I mean, the guy is good. I don't know why they don't put him in more. So if I was to say in a perfect world, yes, I would love to put Swift in there as a, as a bring back. He's got a good matchup. But I think A.J. Brown is going to have a good game this week. He feels due. I know his second half was really good last week, so yeah. I'm watching that. All right, San Francisco goes to Washington. It's a 49-and-a-half spot. The 49ers were embarrassed. And let me just say something here. I think the 49ers could not be more in play because I think Jacoby Brissett actually helps because if they can keep this game close, Purdy and McCaffrey and Debo and Ayuk are not sitting out. They're playing four quarters, and now all of a sudden we're winning with them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I um I like this game. I think the 49ers, you could stack them any which way you want. Uh, my favors are going to be – I love CMC this week. If you can fit him in, fit him in. Um, he's just been great. I think he's definitely in a good spot to, you know, be number one this year. I mean, he's great. He's great. So – now, would you put Purdy with him, or would you just go McCaffrey? Usually if I use McCaffrey, I don't like to stack Purdy with him, but I think they're going to just blow up this game. I think Purdy, CMC, and Debo is probably my favorite stack if I were to double stack him with Purdy. Yeah, that's, that's the one that I was actually looking at, to be honest with you. Uh, I don't even know if I need to bring back here. I don't think I want to bring back here. Um because I actually like money too much to, to think about using my commander, Alicia. <laughs> I don't I don't mind Curtis Samuel, but he's probably the only one. That's probably true. Okay, the Rams go to the Giants. So let me just throw some things out here. Mm -hmm. Matthew Stafford, I think, will be undervalued. Kyron Williams, always in play. Giants give it up to receivers, uh, to running backs. And the Giants play a ton of man coverage, a ton of man coverage. And when we think man coverage, I know I think of Cooper Cup. Do we like a Ram stack here at all this week? 
Yeah, I, I would say I like Puka and Cup, but the thing is, is I'm not going to stack them together. I don't sure. mind Stafford with Cup, and I love Karen Williams this week also. Yeah, can you use all three, or does that feel like almost the Purdy, McCaffrey, uh, Debo thing that you're trying to avoid? Uh, no, I. you know what? I, I don't see why. I don't think it's bad. I, I think you could absolutely do it. And honestly, Tyrod Taylor, I don't I don't hate him. If you want to fit CMC in and some other high-priced players, you're going to have to get cheap on your quarterback. And I don't, I don't necessarily think you need to spend up on quarterback. It's never done me any good. So here's my biggest question about stacking the Rams. Let's say I think Kyron Williams is going to have – 100 yards and a touchdown. But Vegas is basically saying, how many points are they going to score? About 23, 24? Does that mean Matthew Stafford's only throwing for two? And if Matthew Stafford's only throwing for two, is that not enough? And maybe I don't want to be stacking him with Cooper Cup. Maybe I want to be going Cup Williams with a different quarterback. Yeah, you could absolutely do that. And that's why I brought up Tyrod Taylor. I mean, he's not awesome, but he's not a bad backup quarterback. We've seen him play for years. He's not horrible. $4,600. I mean, you can really get some great pieces in there. In fact, I'm going to use them in my lineup. I'm going to tell you about later. Look at you. All right. Giving us a little <laughs> tease there. Well done. All right. New England against Buffalo. Buffalo is playing pretty darn good football. New England, you know, I just want to say something to people out there who, who like to uh, gamble here. I know everybody thought that playing Denver was the smart move. But I've got this theory. When everybody, when your grandma knows a play is that good, never bet on the grandma play, right? Because if grandma knows to bet on the Broncos, go the other way because Vegas is smarter than you are. So here we go. The Patriots, do they go to Buffalo and, and are they competitive this week? I think so, yeah. Really? Do. Mm -hmm. do you like anybody in this game? Do you like Diggs, who has done nothing? No. Um, I don't like Diggs. I don't like Cooks. He he had a horrible game last week with six points. Um, but the Patriots are giving up the second fewest adjusted yards per attempt before contact and the fifth fewest rushing yards per game to running backs. I don't usually when they, when somebody has a dud the following week, we expect him to explode, and that's kind of a good um, that's a good way to look at things. But I don't like it this week. Um, I like Ezekiel Elliott much better, actually. Yeah, Cook was a big disappointment to everybody in seasonal leagues, especially me in one of my high-stakes league. Took me out of win. I, I, I mean, maybe I can win my league, but I'm not winning the overall. Thanks a lot, James Cook. Mm -hmm. I won't forget you. All right, Tennessee against Houston. This is a 43 spot here. Um, I think we expected this game to shoot out a couple of weeks ago. Um, it, it was a good game, a lot of sacks. Um, how does this game change with Ryan Tannehill likely in there? Uh, C.J. Stroud, I expect to play this week. What's your thoughts on this one? Um, I would like it much more if uh, Levis was back in. I would really like Hopkins since Cooper torched him last week. Um, but Tannehill's horrible. I just I can't get behind it. Um, I don't see Derrick Henry bouncing back. I mean, he just had five points two weeks ago against them. I don't love it. There's so many other options this week. The only one I really like here, there's a couple I like. Nico Collins I like if Stroud is back. And Oconqua seems to be doing well with um, Tannehill, and he's a cheap tight end option if you need him. 
I'm with you on Nico Collins, but his price went up 300 bucks or 400 from last week. Yeah, it's it's kind of tough to get to. It is tough for me to get to. His salary change went up significantly. Like last week, I was right, 6,800. Now they want 72. I find like I'm really paying full value for him in, in a game that probably won't shoot out. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. I mean, he's pricey, but he has a, he has a pretty big ceiling of Stroud's in there. All right, Miami at Baltimore. No team goes to Baltimore and plays well, Alicia. They don't. Something happens when they go to Maryland. Maybe it's too much crab cakes. I don't know what's going on, but I feel like Lamar is going to win this game. Baltimore is going to win this game. And I'm a Miami Dolphin. I enjoy watching them, but I just don't see the pathway for them to pull this one out on the road. Yeah. So I love Lamar this week. Um, I think he's, you could stack him naked, or you could stack him, or you could play him naked. Uh, he definitely has upside with the legs, and um, I don't mind stacking him with Likely. I'm not going to get to Zay Flowers because, again, he had that blow-up game last week. I don't see him doing that again this week against the Dolphins because they are a pretty decent defense. Who I do like kind of in a sneaky position here, and I know he's super expensive, but I like Hill. Oh, at 93. Yeah. I mean, you're going to get him very low-owned which I think mm-hmm. makes him interesting um, yeah. because people will, will go to AJ Brown for sure. And they'll go to Debo. They won't go to Hill. That that's something we need to think about. It is. All right. Pittsburgh goes to the Pacific Northwest to play Seattle. Uh, George Pickens goes out of his mind. Now they have to go play on the road. This feels like a game that Seattle should win. I think their secondary may give Mason Rudolph some issues here. I think their defense may give Mason. I think we look at Mason Rudolph and go, oh, this guy is great. Maybe we should say that the Bengals' defense is not very good. Rudolph is not great. I'm sorry. <laughs> He's just not. Um, the only person I really like on, on that side of the ball is probably Pickens if Rudolph plays. If Pickett for some reason starts, I, I don't I don't love that. Um and yeah, I agree with you. I think the Seahawks should be able to come or should be able to win this game and with not a very difficult time. Do you like I think a guy who I'm interested in might be Kenneth Walker. Uh you can really run on on the Steelers, but Walker's got that injury. He's not got that questionable tag early in the week. Do you like him at 6100? Um I don't think I love him this week. And well, but let's keep an eye on that shoulder and his illness. He's probably got that illness everybody else has. So we'll see how he's doing towards closer to to lock. All right. I'm gonna go with the the Chargers and Broncos first. Jared Stidham is disgusting. Uh, but I do think that there's two players for Denver that I want to talk to you about. Javante Williams and Marvin Mims. Uh, and I could mention Judy as well. The reason I mentioned Mims is if Cortland Sutton's out. Mims would get the start. And Javante Williams, you've got to think that with Stidham there, they're going to want to run the ball more. Do you do you think that Sean Payton protects um, Javante? Do you think McLaughlin is more involved? Do you like Marvin Mims to finally get some run? What's your thoughts? Um, first thought on this game, I like Williams. I, I think that they're going to utilize him a lot, and he might have a nice game here. Um, 
I don't really care for much else. I mean, Eckler maybe. Eckler's super cheap. Like, I don't think you're going to find him any cheaper, and the Broncos allow a lot of points to running back, so I don't mind him this week, even though he hasn't had a great season. Um, that's kind of my take on that game. It's just kind of a... Uh, what about Gerald Everett? You know the Broncos are bad against tight ends. Any interest in Gerald Everett? I do like Gerald Everett, yes, absolutely. And what about Stone Smart? I mean, that's a pretty cool name. <laughs> just a cool name. Um, honestly, I, haven't, I, I didn't really think about him, but I'll take a look now that you mentioned his cool name. How can you not think about Stone Smart? I mean, come on, that's that's that's, that's balls. That's that's a that's a name. All right, Cincinnati against Kansas City. I'm going to shock you here. I kind of love the Chiefs stack this week. I don't like it. I love it. I like Mahomes. I like Edwards Alaire because I don't think Pache I think Pacheco may not play. Tra if Travis Kelsey doesn't score a touchdown, I will be the most shocked person on the planet Earth because the Bengals are atrocious against tight ends and Kelsey feels due. I mean, he's throwing his helmet all over the place. Am I, am I going out on an island on this one or do you think people will agree with me? No, I think, I think you're spot on there. Um, I mean, there, there's something definitely off, but there's a lot of factors here. Like, I mean, everybody's so quick to judge Kelsey and Swift, and I think that's absurd, but there's a lot of other – I mean, Eric Bieniemy's gone. Like, there's a lot that goes into why this team is not playing well. Um, but if it is – if there is any week where I think they bounce back and they do very well, I think you're right. This is the week. It feels like it, right? It feels like the Bengals are kind of toast. And it feels like the Chiefs defense played really well against the Raiders and they just couldn't stop Zamir White. But if the offense could just step up, this this could be a winnable game. So, all right, let's get to it. Give me a lineup, yours versus mine. I have a feeling yours is going to be better because it always is. <laughs> um, all right, so I'm going to go with Tyrod Taylor. All right, El Cheap quarterback. Next. Yep. I've got Ezekiel Elliott. And Christian McCaffrey. Okay, next. Uh, we've got Wandell Robinson to stack with Tyrod. Okay. I'm going to go with Curtis Samuel for Washington because somebody's got to get some action over there. Okay. That allows me to fit Tyreek Hill in. Look at you in the McCaffrey-Tyreek lineup. All right, uh, tight end. Um, Give me one second on my tight end because I – had a guy in there that I don't love. Okay, Gerald Everett. So you like him over Chig, okay. And then I've got CEH in there for my flex. Yeah, I, he's definitely scoring this week. Yeah. Okay, and then the defense. And I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Atlanta. Interesting. All right. Ooh, you're at according to the numbers here, 140. 140. Ooh. I think All that's right. the highest. That's not, yeah, that is high. That's high. All right. I'm going to go with Mahomes. I'm going CEH for sure. I'm getting Kelsey in there, right there. So that's my stack. Now at running back, I got to get cheap. Um, do we think that Zamir White plays or do we think that Josh Jacobs does? Um, let me see. Go on to your, your wide receivers. I'm just going to look this up. All right. Let me, I'm gonna, I have to find three cheap wide receivers. So I'm going to go with Shahid. 
Wandale, and ooh, DJ Shark Revenge Narrative. Gotta like that. I'm gonna get Bijan in because I do like his matchup in that game a lot. Um, defense. Who's my defense this week? Um, I'm gonna say Denver against Easton Stick, and that gives me eighty-five hundred dollars to get my friend Kyron Williams in there. Uh, once again, I lose to you, one twenty-nine. Well, it's, I like I like your lineup though. So I mean, why not? Well, you know what it is. It's that my receivers with Shark and Shahid. What I'm looking for here is if they hit, I'm going I have a chance to like boom. Yep. Right. These aren't guys who are gonna nickel and dime it. They're gonna hit a home run or they're gonna strike out. Right. Right. That's either bang or bust. <laughs> Right, like last week, if you have DJ Chark, you're my you're my smart friend. But I, I hate going back to a guy. But I think against Jacksonville, you can go back there because you yeah. can throw on them. Yeah. Um. All right. Who's your who's forget two touchdowns this week? Who's your guaranteed one touchdown guy? Um. I mean, Christian McCaffrey's kind of obvious, so let's find another one. Uh. I think Edwards Alaire is definitely going to get a touchdown. I do too. What if I parlay? You know, what do you think the parlay would be on that? That can't be good, right? To picking Maybe those not. two, or What's picking that? Just, just picking picking those two as a parlay? Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's probably not a huge payout, but yeah, it's not going to pay me. It's not going to retire me, is it? Maybe we should start doing that. We'll put some little parlays up on the site. We should. All right, so let's see. I can't, oh, they're not up yet. But oh. see, that to me, that one's going to pay like plus one eighty, right? That's yeah. not going to be. That's not going to retire me in the my lifestyle I'm accustomed to. But so you know, that's that's the problem with winning the milli is you think every week you're going to get rich, which I've learned that you're not. But um, now you now you have to look at things like you go, oh, a thousand dollars. Ooh, whoop! I actually won a thousand dollars on the Illinois lottery today. They have a, a little scratcher thing you can do on your phone, and I won a thousand dollars, so that was exciting. But that's awesome. Um, yeah. So I'm looking at it from if I can win a hundred bucks, two hundred bucks, especially on a parlay, I'm happy. You know, that's. You know, you, you bring up an interesting point. I'm the sucker you're talking about. I won't even enter DFS contests where the winner gets like six hundred dollars because in my mind I go, it's not enough. I would I take six hundred bucks now if you gave it to me. Would I say no to six hundred bucks? But me, I'm I'm greedy. If I don't see like twenty thousand, thirty thousand, I'm not interested. And it's dumb. It's probably the wrong way to think. It's not, and it's how a lot of us think now. I mean, back when when I was younger, if I got a hundred dollars for winning something, it was like holy cow, I can go nuts with it. I mean, now obviously it, it takes a lot more money to buy things, but um, I'm trying to look at things from a smaller in smaller increments because yes, I want to win the million or the hundred thousand every week, but it's just not realistic. You know, there was a guy last week who bet five dollars and won four hundred ninety-seven thousand. Didn't he have like what sixteen anytime touchdowns or something crazy like that? And he oh, hit every I single one. I didn't hear about that, but that's awesome. Right. So to me, I think. Look, I've said this before. I believe that there's going to be a pivot if it hasn't already started when gambling is legalized in all states. DFS. They're, it's just going to turn this way because I can make more money betting props than I can make winning in DFS. Yeah. 
And I mean, overall, let's be honest, DFS is getting very, it's very challenging. It's very difficult. It's very difficult this season, much more difficult than last year. We have all these Sims tools. We have all these optimizers. We've got a lot of brilliant minds in this space and it just keeps growing. Let me ask you a question about Sims. Isn't just a Sim basically, if this game is played, you know, 10,000 times, this would more, this would hit more often than not. Correct? Yeah. Yes. But does that take into account a million different factors or is it just certain factors? So, I mean, I think most of the sites out there that have Sims have preset um, parameters that they put in. So in order to, I think, be successful at it, you need to go in and you need to change some of your exposures to certain players. You can't just go off. I mean, yeah, you could go off of what they have put in there by default. However, you're not going to get different from other people. So you've got to know who you want to have the most exposure to and go in and change it accordingly. Um, I haven't had any luck with it yet this season, except for in showdowns, but that doesn't mean it's not a great tool. I do want to ask you about optimizers because mm -hmm. especially, you know, I play a lot of NBA and you know how good I am at NBA. <laughs> and I find like I use optimizers, not that I don't know the players, but to have an idea of where the, you know, it's supposed to hit. But more often than not, I find that optimizers are not so optimal, right? I just don't ever find that optimizers, maybe they give me a play here or a play there, but for the most part, they're not getting to the root of what I really need, which is what makes a certain player a certain great play. It's just optimizing a lineup. Right. And, you know, again, like Sims optimizers are great tools, but every optimizer has different presets. Every optimizer, you're going to have to go in and put more information. And a football optimizer versus a basketball, there's different strategy to winning in football, baseball, basketball, you know. So you have to know those strategies back and forth. Um, you've got to know how many, what exposures you want to give to each position. I mean, that all comes into to effect. And if you don't study how to win all those things or how to work all those things in optimizers, you're just like wasting your money using them, I think. Yeah, I, th I think that's 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 what I want to get out there for people. If you're going to use these tools, use them smartly. I, I find that, I mean, I know football. I can tell you what players are going to do. I, I'm, I'm my own optimizer, right? I don't really need an optimizer for football. I find like I need them for the other sports, but I find like it makes me go, I go with the herd and that's, it's not where I want to be. Right. Yeah. All right. You know where I want to be? I want to be here with you next week talking about this in 2024. So I wish yeah. you and yours very happy and healthy new year. Probably wish it to you again when I see you next week. But uh, any last piece of advice before we get out of here for people? No, I mean, it's a big slate this week. So go with your gut. Stick with your gut. Don't follow the herd. There you have it. For Doc and Alicia, we tell you to be well and take care. Thanks for stopping by the office. Get your fantasy prescription by subscribing to the channel and checking out drrodo.com. And until the next visit, be well and take care.